yo 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 what's good everyone welcome once again to the fantasy brother podcast with me the fantasy brother aka rory on this weekly podcast i talk about nfl fantasy football and i will also touch on current events but usually i try to stick to football because that's what i know and that's what i love all right on this episode we're going to be talking mostly or a lot about injuries and we're going to be talking about a pip okay and if you don't know what a pip is it's a performance improvement plan so i've come up with a pip that's going to help us get into the playoffs starting this week in week nine all right so um to all my new listeners my new followers out there just want to say welcome once again pleasure having you Hopefully you can you enjoy the content and you come back for more. You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Brother. It's one word, and I'm also on every other platform where you can um, get your podcast. Okay, so week eight is in the books, and it was a terrible week as far as injuries goes. Um, of course, the big loss was Derrick Henry, the king. He is down and he's down for the count he's not getting back up as far as we know he's out six to ten weeks he did surgery today i'm recording tuesday night and they say it's a possibility he could return in six weeks but eh, sounds very unlikely so i mean for me personally i have him in one league and i just put him into the irs slot so if you have an irs slot go ahead throw him in there and just forget about him um, I wouldn't drop him out right just because there's maybe like a 5% chance, 2% maybe, <laughs> that he could come back in the playoffs and help you win. But it's a long shot, but what the hell, you know. <clears throat> I'm holding him for now, and I would advise doing the same, especially if you have an IRA slot, which you should. All right, so King Henry, he's down. And of course, next man up. This is the NFL. And with that in mind, the Titans, they signed a Hall of Famer, for sure, Adrian Peterson, all day. They signed him today, and um, I guess I'm not sure <laughs> how I really feel about AP. I mean, he had a decent year last year, and last year I shied away from him. And he proved me wrong because he actually had a decent year. Um, his numbers, he had seven touchdowns, 600 yards, and he averaged almost four yards per carry. All right, so he was serviceable. Now, you know he's not going to be a target monster because even in his prime, he was never you know, a great pass catcher, or at least he wasn't thrown to a lot. Let's just say that. So, I mean... Definitely, if you have a very strong need for a running back, I would say go ahead and spend the fab and get Adrian Peterson. Not because, you know, we we know that he's the AP of old, but because we know he's going to get the volume. He's going to get a lot of carries. I mean, as many as his 36-year-old body can handle. All right. So if you're in a standard league, I would definitely put in more for Peterson because you know he's gonna be a good bet for a touchdown when they once they get into the red zone. But if you're playing a PPR league, 
I would kind of focus my attention more on Jeremy Nichols, Matt Nichols. Um, he's been there the whole years. Actually, that's his second year there, and he was already playing on third down, and he already had a had a role as a passing down back. So he should get more carries as well, and maybe AP is just insurance, or you know maybe it's just gonna be the banger, and maybe we could see Matt Nichols really taking off. So for me personally. I'm really going after Matt Nichols. That's who I'm going to spend my money on. If I have a high waiver claim, which I do in a couple leagues, I'm using it on Matt Nichols because that's who I really want because I want those catches. All right, so tough, tough injury, big injury, huge loss. And, you know, actually a few episodes ago, I mentioned that Greg Cassell was concerned about Derek Henry usage. And that he was concerned that he could have a possible injury because just because he was getting so much work. I mean, I actually thought about, you know, how to approach that. But, I mean, he was playing so great, man. He was running so well. I mean, he was just dominating. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Let it ride. And, you know, it turned around and bit all of us. But that's football, man. Guys get hurt all the time. It's a physical game. We just have to, you know, deal with it and move on. So get Peterson if you can. But really, I said in PPR, let's go ahead and get Jeremy Matt Nichols because he could definitely fill a big role. I mean, obviously, he's not Derrick Henry. Nobody is. But Matt Nichols could be a nice PPR value running back going forward. So good luck in your waivers. Hopefully, you get one of these guys and... You know, we can um, try to move on from King Henry's injury. All right. So the other big news that came out of this week, I mean, sorry, last week, was Calvin Ridley announcing that he was going to step away from football for his mental health. All right. So that was kind of a big shocker that came down. And it actually put, you know, mental health in focus, you know, Big up to my brother, my homie, Spice Game, on Twitter. He, he did a nice podcast earlier about mental health. And, you know, big up to him as well. But it is what it is, man. Mental health is getting more, more play, more time, more importance. And even though Calvin really is a big star, I mean, he wasn't having the greatest year, but he's still a stud player. So that's going to be a big loss, and we're going to have to replace that. But, you know, like I said, man, mental health is really important. And if that's what he needs to do, we in Fantasyland have to just deal with it. We can basically look at it as an injury. You know, obviously, he's not physically hurt, but he's definitely hurting. So we're going to have to find a way how to move on from that. And what that means for fantasy is that, Cordell Patterson is going to continue to be dominant. Kyle Pitts, you guys know, we're the Kyle Pitts, you know, number one supporter over here. Um, Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson should continue to see a lot of um, receiving work. Now, losing Calvin Ridley, that's not a plus for the offense. You know, obviously, it's not good. Even though CPAT and Pitts will get more targets, it's still not good. So hopefully he can come back sooner than later. You know, once he takes care of his, his personal business, 
we can see him back on the field because once he's there, he's going to open it more for the other guys. But if you held on to CPAT, let's go. Let's go. Because now it's about to really go down. All right, so sending good vibes to Calvin, really, man. Hopefully, he get back on the field sooner than later. All right. Another injury was James Robinson. They say he's day-to-day. Um, the report came back that he avoided serious injury, and he he's probably going to be a game-time decision. Now, the backup is Carlos Hyde, who, mm, I mean, Carlos Hyde is, is a veteran running back. He's been around the league for a while. You can get him if you're really desperate, but I wouldn't expect too much. One reason is that, you know, James Robinson could still play and they could split the work. And another reason is that they're playing Buffalo. And Buffalo is a really good team, <laughs> you know. And after Buffalo, I believe they play, they play Indy and then they play San Francisco. So they have like three straight tough defenses in a row. So I wouldn't even waste my time spending any fab and Carlos Hyde like I said, unless you're really desperate. And if you're desperate, I guess you can spend a dollar or two, but I'm not interested in Carlos Hyde. So hopefully James Robinson's okay, man, and he can get back on the field and produce for us like he, like the stud that he is. All right? More news. A lot of news this week. Noah Fant was placed on the COVID list earlier today, so he's most likely not going to play this week. Um... Big loss because he was having a nice, pretty good year. So as far as replacement goes, I mean, the tight end is so random this year. Well, it's always random, but not much to choose from. What I would say is basically just close your eyes and pick a tight end. I know that's not really, doesn't sound like it's good advice, but that's where we are right now. I mean, you can try for Ozama. Dan Arnold is, is one that I like because um, he he's actually be getting a lot of work from Trevor Lawrence. So Dan Arnold, if he's out there, you can go ahead and look at him. Jared Cook. But like I said, man, there is no sure thing except the first four guys, five guys at the top. And Noah Fant was one of those guys. Um, Mo Ali Cox, you could probably try to take a chance on him if I'm pretty sure he's available. But... Like I said, losing Noah Fant, you're more likely not to have a backup on your roster because why would you carry two tight ends? So just go ahead, just pick up a guy that's healthy, that doesn't have COVID, is not injured, throw him in your lineup and hope for the best. That's what it comes down to right now with tight ends if you don't have one of the big four or five guys. All right. So that's it as far as injuries that I want to talk about concerning um, concerning fantasy. So now I want to go into our PIP. And like I said, the PIP is our performance improvement plan. So whether we're struggling at, you know, two and six or three and five or even four and four, or even if we have a good record, like, you know, six and two, what we want to do is make sure that we make it to the playoff and get into the championship. So this PIP is going to streamline our focus and um, make sure that we can get to where we need to go. So the first point in our PIP 
is going to be about two players that we talked about last week. And that was OBJ and A-Rob. Now, last week, I said that if A-Rob doesn't get traded, then feel free to move on. So he wasn't traded, so feel free to move on. Now, do not just drop A-Rob just to drop him. Try to get, you know, somebody that's hot right now, a player that's doing good. Maybe a player you can throw in your flex. LaVisca Chenault, he's kind of struggling a little bit, but maybe take a chance on him or his teammate, Agnew. Tyler Boyd is out there. I saw him dropped in a few leagues this week. Basically, anybody that's not Allen Robinson right now, because like I said, he has only hit double-digit PPR points once so far, and we're two months into the season. So the time for a wait and see is pretty much over, all right? Same thing for OBJ. He didn't get traded. I heard they were talking to the Saints about getting OBJ. He didn't make it, so he's still at Cleveland. So that's going to be a problem. He can no longer be started. And if you need to try somebody else, feel free to let him go because it's not happening. All right. You guys may have heard about the video his dad posted today on YouTube showing all the times that he was open and Baker just wouldn't throw it to him. So, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to change right now. Even though the coach did say, hey, I'm going to try to get OBJ the ball. But I don't know about that, man. Because you should have been trying to get OBJ the ball from the very beginning. So I'm not going to trust that. But those two guys, let them go. Let's try somebody new. If they... Go off later on in the year, well, good for somebody else. Well, it won't be us because we're, we're done waiting. We've waited two months and they have given us nothing, absolutely nothing. So I'm done with OBJ. I'm done with Allen Robinson. I'm ready to move on. All right. The next tip, the next tip in the PIP plan is don't be afraid to spend big on your fab. This week, we had a lot of injuries. Obviously, we just talked about Derrick Henry. So if you need a running back, go ahead and spend the money. You know, you did a good job of being conservative. You, you know, you were holding on. But now, it's not time to get conservative or budget or cheap. Go ahead, open up the pocketbook, spend it. We're headed into week nine. It's go time forget next week or two weeks three weeks this week is the week we need to turn things around so if you have five that you've been saving this week is the time to open up the checkbook and go and get some players that's going to help you win this week and in that same vein the next part of the plan is don't be shy to move on from some big name players all right if you're strong at a certain position let's say you have three stud running backs and you have basically no receivers or one decent receiver. Because I have a team exactly like that. Bunch of studs running back but no receivers and I'm losing. So what I'm going to do and what I would suggest right now if you're in the same position or vice versa, trade one of those stud players who you love. There's nothing wrong with moving a great player as long as you can get back some good players in return. That's going to help balance out your team. 
All right. So like I said, we're heading to week nine. Two months have come and gone. Now we've seen what the team is about. We've seen what the players are about. We have a lot of information. We have a lot of data on who the good players are. We know Cooper Cup is dominant. We know that. All right. King Henry was dominant. So we know the players who are getting us money weekly. And let's go get some of those players if we don't have them right now. A player like Kamara who has been good. I wouldn't say he has been great, but he has a really big name. Somebody like that, I would try to move on from and try to turn that into Jamar Chase maybe. I mean, that might be a little bit, <laughs> you know, that might be a little bit of wishful thinking, but maybe, who knows? Kamara was a top three pick in most drafts, so maybe. But I'm talking about trades like those. It's time for some blockbusters, like gloves off, okay? Gloves are off, no more pussyfooting around. It's go time. So if, if you put it out there that you wanna make a trade, like just swing for the fences. Okay, no more small deal, getting back up and depth. We don't need no backup, no more depth. We need big players. Players like Cordell Patterson that's producing weekly. Jamar Chase and even Michael Carter from the Jets. He's starting to heat up. Those guys, even if they are not the biggest names, let's get the biggest producing guys right now. All right, another part of the plan. If Jalen Hurts is your QB, it's time to add another QB to, to pair with Jalen Hurts. So before last week, Jalen Hurts was the only player who had scored more than 20 points in every single game. And I have Jalen Hurts on like, I think like three of my teams. But always I had this nagging, this little feeling that he was gonna like turn into a pumpkin again. And last week he did turn into a pumpkin. And we kind of we kind of felt that it was coming because every single week Jalen Hurts had like three bad quarters and then he would just have a huge fourth quarter and save the day. But we know that's not really sustainable. And last week it kind of came to fruition. So on the teams where I have Jalen Hurts, I'm looking to add a second solid quarterback who I can play whenever I'm not feeling hurts or maybe I could bench hurts permanently or trade hurts but I know hurts has been good but what I'm saying is it's time to look for a more reliable option just in case he's gonna be a pumpkin the whole year and one guy who I'm looking to get wherever I have hurts that's Derek Carr Derek Carr's schedule is amazing, amazing, and you know that you know that includes the Chiefs, who are horrific on defense now. So Derek Carr is coming off by, and his schedule is so juicy, man. Like I'm really looking to get Derek Carr wherever I can. So if you have hurts, try to add somebody like Derek Carr to trade to through trade. Or if he's not owned, pick him up. If not, Derek Carr, you know, Joe Burrow has been playing good this year. Try to add him. 
But basically, we don't want to depend just on hers. He's pretty good so far, but just in case he's gonna implode or even get benched or who knows what's happening with the coach. But let's just be wary of what Derek, I mean, Jalen Hurts can do, all right? Another part of the pip is, it's actually a part that I didn't follow myself last week, and that is the player studs when healthy. And of course, OBJ is no longer a stud, so I'm not talking about him. But if you have a healthy star player, even in a tough matchup, just play him. A lot of leagues we're playing, we, we have paid money. We're playing for our harder money. So if you're going to lose, if you're going to go out, let's go with the superstars. And that is one of my philosophies. But last week, I, you know, I overthink and I bench C.D. Lamb against um, against Minnesota. And it ended up costing me a win to my big homie, Rollo. Big up Rollo, the Rational Hour podcast. But yeah, I lost to him just for that move. So, like I said, that's something that I always adhere to. But for whatever reason, I did not. So I thought it would be a good time to remind myself and to you guys. Do not bench superstar players regardless of situation. As long as they're healthy. If there's an injury, then fine. But if they're healthy... Do not bench stud players because we're going to go down with the ship. Alright. Another point I want to add is get Nick Folk. Yes, I'm talking about a kicker. I realized last week that I have Nick Folk on like five of my 17s. And Nick Folk has been dominant. I mean, I know some people don't like kickers or they don't have kickers. But if you do have a kicker... Man, Nick Folk has been a beast. And he doesn't have a bye until week 14. So, hey, it's a kicker, but he's scoring. He's averaging double digits like every week. So, try to get him in your lineup as well. And the other thing I want to add is look at the DST matchups and try to pay more attention to those. Like, don't just leave a defense in your lineup just because it's a big name. Or because that's the one you've been playing the whole year. Really go out and start to mix and match. Also, look ahead one week for the next week and see who has a good matchup that you could potentially add now so you'll have them for next week. Alright? Because remember, now we're trying to turn things around. Every little change that we can make now to help us start winning games, this is what we need to do. So defense is not really important until they are important. Because there have been some dominant defensive performances and some of them have been predictable. Alright, so don't just leave your DST in there and just be lazy about it. Actively try to get a good matchup and who knows, you could win a matchup just because your defense and your kicker went off. So let's not get complacent, let's try to be more proactive when it comes on to the DSTs, all right? And the last part of the performance improvement plan, and some of you guys might think I'm joking here, but stay away from Giants players, <laughs> all right? That's what I came up with. 
because I cannot fathom how a team, they just have so many injuries just like everywhere. It's a complete nightmare. I mean, I don't know who to blame. Is it the medical staff? Is it the training regimen is too tough? Is it the players that they're getting? I don't know, but running backs are hurt. O-line, the quarterback was hurt. Receivers can't stay healthy. I think Shepard, he got hurt the last game. He was hurt before that. Tony, he was hurt. He got hurt again. Galladay, he's still hurt. And look, if you have a chance player, maybe Barkley is the only player I would obviously have to keep because of his name brand. But if I had him, I would be trying to move him anyway. But yeah, Giants players for me, bad vibes. Bad vibes. I don't want no part of that. So just stay from those guys. Let's just focus more on the, you know, the performing teams like the Bengals and the Ravens and, you know, eventually the Chiefs and the Chargers. Those teams. Forget the Giants. I don't know what's going on with the coach. He looks flustered. He could be fired. But for fantasy, we don't need that kind of inconsistency. All right. So those were the the the, um, the factors in my performance improvement plan. Hopefully, some of those tips will help you guys to improve your team and turn things around. All right. So as we head into week nine, hopefully you guys get the players you want and waivers. Hopefully you get a win this week. All right. And we can start thinking about championship that's the episode for this week thanks for listening thanks for tuning in until the next time one